Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, a good, good morning to everybody out there. Yeah, good morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday, the 12th day of May, 2023. Your date, 512-2023. We welcome you to the show. We come to you again live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM and... 107.1 FM, too. Yeah, that's right. 1400 AM and 107.1 FM here in Las Vegas. Our new FM station there. Broadcasting all this good stuff. So if you're here in Las Vegas, you have uh, either or uh, listening to us. And, of course, if you're listening to us worldwide, you're doing it on many different platforms that we have out there, including our website streaming at racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world and .global. And, of course, your devices, your iPhones and your Androids, get your KSHP radio station app at your app store. Put the app on the uh, device and you can hear us. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, too. So we welcome you, however, wherever, whenever, to the Friday show. Hey. Thinking about coming to Vegas? Well, right now, looking out the window of the studio at about 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, it is 72 degrees. 72. We're going to get up to 93 today. And looking through the weekend, temperatures are going to fluctuate just a, a, a degree or two either way. Tomorrow, Saturday, expecting to top out at 95. Sunday, we're expecting to top out at 97. So come on out and bring your sunblock to this gaming capital. A lot of good stuff happening. Hey, our Las Vegas Golden Knights going to try to stay alive in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're going on. Good stuff. And, of course, we're counting down to see if Mage can set the table for a chance at a triple crown, the most coveted prize in horse racing. Mage is the only one that can win the Triple Crown this year by virtue of winning the Run for the Roses, the Kentucky Derby. Connections say he is doing fine. He's doing good. He's bouncing around and having a good time out there uh, doing his workouts in the morning. And, uh, of course, we were all waiting for the official word from the uh, you know Connections about whether he was going to officially go to Maryland at Pimlico, where they're racing right now, the Preakness uh, meet at Pimlico, to participate in the middle jewel of the Triple Crown. Well, that became official yesterday. Connections say, yep, they're going. So, we've got uh, the Connections of Mage. He's going to the Kentucky Derby. Feeling good, too. Doing well. And a lot of other horses, of course, that Duran and the Derby are going to take a little bit of a respite, but there'll be new shooters. Now with Mage in there as the winner of the Kentucky Derby going for a triple crown, which is one week from tomorrow, 
Additionally, out of the Kentucky Derby, the fourth-place finisher, uh, Disarm, is going. The tenth-place finisher, Confidence Game, is going. Probable, I should say. They're all probable. we got to get them there, right? And then a whole bunch of new shooters. Uh, the most... Uh, the most potent, I guess you can call it, or the one that has uh, is getting the most um, attention is First Mission, a Brad Cox trainee that won the Lexington, skipped uh, the Kentucky Derby, couldn't get in. And so they think he's going to be uh, the main um, competition against a Derby winner, Mage, out of the new shooters. Now, uh, the third-place finish in the Bluegrass, Blazing Sevens, uh, is uh, expected. The uh, a winner of the Bathhouse Row Stakes at Oaklawn Park, Red Route 1, for Steve Asmussen. Uh, the eighth-place finish in the California Derby, Chase the Chaos. And um, another horse, uh, Perform who is by the same sired, same daddy as the uh, derby winner, Mage, and that is good magic, perform. They had to put up 150 grand to get into the uh, Preakness because he was not nominated for the Triple Crown. He won the Federico Tessio, and that gave you a free entry as far as the entry fees and all that for the Preakness stakes. But you have to be a Triple Crown nom, and he wasn't, so they had a late nom him at 150 grand to get in, and Lord Miles, who was um, scratched out of the Kentucky Derby because of his trainer, Safi Joseph Jr., and the ongoing uh, the ongoing uh, story they have over there at uh, uh, Churchill Downs as a result of uh, his two horses' deaths over the uh, Derby run-up. So they officially scratched him. He's uh, now heading for and hoping to go in the Preakness Stakes. He was the winner of the Wood Memorial. But now we wonder if uh, the racing authorities in Maryland will be honoring what the racing authorities in Kentucky have done, and we will wait and see about that. But that, that, that's uh, the gist of uh, the, the horses that are probable for the Preakness coming up one week from tomorrow. So uh, all systems are go, though, for the Derby winner in his attempt to be a Triple Crown winner for the second jewel in the Preakness. <clears throat> Uh, and uh, we were talking about this yesterday on the show about Forte, who was the Kentucky Derby pre-race favorite and was scratched the morning of the race because of a bruised uh, hoof, a bruised foot, was scratched by the Kentucky uh, vets. Uh, the trainer and owner's vets said he was okay to run, but when he got the examination in the morning from the vet's from the Kentucky Racing Commission, they said a no-go, and they scratched him. All righty. And so we're waiting to see what's happening with him. But as a result of that, we have some residual stories and things that were uncovered, including the fact that Forte, who was the two-year-old uh, champion uh, Eclipse Award winner of last year, who won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year, and also was a winner of a very prestigious race at Saratoga, the Hopeful. Well, now, as you know, we were talking about it yesterday. They had a hearing yesterday about Forte, who failed a drug test following the Hopeful stakes. And they have taken all this time to do the whatever they call investigations, etc. And they had a meeting yesterday with uh, trainer Todd Pletcher, the ownership, etc., to get his, they say, side of the story. And they got a lot of heat for that. And so yesterday, they made a ruling. Trainer Todd Pletcher has been suspended for 10 days by the New York stewards due to that positive test of a drug which is a regulated anti-inflammatory drug not allowed on racing days in the system on the post-race sample of Forte after the horse won the September 5th hopeful stakes last year at Saratoga. All right, so Pletcher got 10 days. Hopeful disqualified, uh, I'm sorry, 
Forte disqualified from the hopeful stakes. They'll redistribute the purses there. And the lingering question is, why did it take so long? Why? So there's been controversy around this poor horse, Forte, and we'll see what happens next. He is on a 14-day, on the shelf for 14 days, can't race anywhere for 14 days, from the scratch of the in the Kentucky Derby on Derby Day last Saturday. Well, 14 days means you get to Saturday Preakness Day before you can even show that he's okay by a gallop uh, examination, uh, walking the horse, jogging, whatever. And as you know, they enter for the Preakness Stakes way before the day of the race. So he's in limbo. Another story coming out of uh, Triple Crown. How about last year's winner of the Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike? And what a marvelous story this is. So much so that media rights and all this other stuff have crept into his camp now. And trainer Eric Reed has resigned as the trainer of the winner of last, the big upset winner of the last year's Kentucky Derby due to differences with the Colts owner, Rick Dawson, over a media deal to document their underdog story. So I guess somebody went in there, said, we want the rights to this uh, documentary, we want the rights to this picture, whatever. Trainer gave him the rights, and now the owner said, wait a minute, I own the horse. And so now, the and so Reed decided to quit. Said, okay, I resigned. I'm going to keep my media rights and tell my story. Crazy stuff, huh? Okay. Irving Orozco, jockey Irving Orozco, uh, is uh, aiming for an early summer return to riding after sustaining a fractured ribs and a punctured lung when he was unseated at Golden Gate back on April 29th, so we wish him well. And Monmouth Bets at Monmouth Park, Monmouth's going to open tomorrow in New Jersey, Monmouth Park, is going to do more fixed odds wagering options. Betmakers, the company doing this, the fixed odds betting partner of Monmouth Park in New Jersey, launched uh, their mobile betting app on Thursday, yesterday, for making fixed odds wagers on horse race tracks in the U.S., Limiting only to New Jersey residents. So this will kind of stop, I think, right? Those late uh, changes while the horses are running with the the late uh, entries into the pools. Let's see how that works out. All right. And a quick note. uh, We're going to have a mandatory payoff in the Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot at Gulfstream Park tomorrow. They're going to have a mandatory payoff in their pick six at Gulfstream tomorrow. All righty. Hey, the Sirocco play came in yesterday. Oh, yeah. You remember Jerry Jackowitz and John Lindo landed in the same race, the eighth race yesterday at Belmont Park. Jerry's horse won, Royal Spirit. Flavian Proud aboard won in a, uh, won by about a head. John Lindo's horse, Timbuktu, was closing fast but fell a head short, so he ran second. So Lindo and, and Jerry ran 1-2. Now Jerry, in addition to having the winner at $10.40, also with his link-ups, got the exacta and the trifecta. So the Sirocco play exacta, John Lindo to Jerry J's horse, back and forth, the exacta play. The $1 payoff, $25.75. A $20 bill, a $20 exacta box gets you over 500 bucks. And the 50-cent try that Jerry had with his link-ups paid $33.37. So thanks a lot, Jerry and John. Let's get that another, maybe another Sirocco play today, maybe? We'll see. Hey, Manny Franco still riding hot in New York, even with the switch over the Belmont. Out of the first five races yesterday Belmont, Franco had three winners. Linda Rice had a couple of winners, and so did Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry gave us two picks yesterday. He won the exacta with the Sirocco play and the trifecta in the eighth, and he also gave us the winner in reverse fashion with the link-ups 
in the sixth race because his key horse ran second and a link up one. So that reverse dollar exacta paid $19 and the reverse 50 cent trifecta paid 32 bucks. So Jerry was uh, <clears throat> in zone yesterday at Belmont. Trainer Linda Rice also had a couple of winners, and so did uh, Ho Jose Ortiz yesterday at Belmont. Uh, and at Churchill Downs, yes, they are racing after the Kentucky Derby. Highest-priced winner out of eight races at Churchill was $17.98, but their pick six, the 20-cent pick six jackpot, the 20-cent pick six paid $8,590.87, more than one winner, but that was a pretty good payoff for 20 cents. And uh, let's see, I think uh, Luis Saez had a couple of winners. So did Tyler Gaffleone yesterday at Churchill. And if you're looking for the first day of action to try to gauge what's going on at Pimlico in their 15-day Preakness meet, they started out the meet with a $63.40 upset winner, but everything else was pretty well handicappable for the rest of the day at Pimlico yesterday. All righty, we got uh, Jonathan Hardoon, John Lindo, Jerry Jay, and Rich Ang because uh, Santa Anita has returned uh, to the racing schedule today. So we'll have those guys coming up with their picks. And uh, take a look at your racing menu for today as well. So simply put, we're just getting started on this Friday. So don't you do it. Don't go away. We'll be right back. your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada race book mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the race book right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Formulator from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. Back on Race Day Las Vegas, taking a look at the weather around the country. There's a lot of nasty stuff going on in Texas. All I know I can tell you is there's a lot of nasty stuff going on in Texas. That's for sure. I mean, they... They've had tornadoes and everything in, in through there. So keep that in mind. But as far as the uh, Atlantic coast is clear, the Gulf Coast, uh, for the most part, outside of the uh, southeastern uh, part of Texas and Louisiana, pretty much clear. And uh, the Pacific coast is clear. So that means clear racing today at Santa Anita. So here's the uh, menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day reflect the first post times in the Pacific time zone. And why? Because we're in the Pacific time zone, right? Sure. We're race day Las Vegas. Las Vegas is in the Pacific time zone. So these would be the first post times that roll out in our race books. If you're listening anywhere else, however, wherever, whenever, however you get us, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. So you don't miss anything at all like I miss mom and dad, okay? All right, here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with Pimlico Racecourse. They're in their 15-day Preakness meet, day two at Pimlico, right? Okay. Nine races today at Pimlico. First post time, 9.25, 9.25 at Pimlico today, as they call it, good old hilltop. Now, their one-day pick-six jackpot carryover 
is $2,112 and a first post time again of 925. 925 at Pimlico. Next comes Churchill Downs. Yeah, Churchill Downs. Nine races today. Uh, their first post time today at Churchill Downs is set at uh, 945. 945 at uh, Churchill Downs today. They got nine races. Gulfstream Park. Now, as we told you, they got a mandatory payoff in the Pick 6 Rainbow Jackpot for tomorrow, Saturday. Today, however, is their single ticket winner and take down the Pick 6 Jackpot with $389,927 of cash sitting in that jackpot. However, we don't get a single ticket today. It'll be a mandatory payoff tomorrow. Eight races today at Gulfstream. First post time is at 9.50. 9.50 at Gulfstream today. Next up comes Belmont Park, which is in, actually in Elmont, New York. Now, it's sunny today, a beautiful day in New York. 78 degrees, they say, at post time. The track is fast. The turf courses are firm. The Widener Turf Course will host races 2 and 9. And the Inner Turf Course will have races 4 and 7. Nine races today at Belmont Park. The stakes race, the eighth race on the card is the $100,000 Gold Fever Stakes at six furlongs for three-year-olds. Six go to the post before scratches. The seven-to-five favorite there is Squire Creek with Florent Garot aboard. First post time, Belmont, nine races, 10 a.m. Then we get to Woodbine, north of the border. Woodbine Super High 5 Jackpot Carryover, 42967 Pick six jackpot carryover, $11,025, and a first post time for eight races at 10-10. 10-10 at Woodbine today. Then we get to Santa Anita in Southern California. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful day in Southern California. Santa Anita's pick six jackpot carryover stands at $58,386 today. They also have a super high five carryover left over from uh, Sunday. That super high five carryover which will be in the first race today at Santa Anita, has a carryover of $11,963. You have eight races today at Santa Anita and a first post time of 1 p.m., 1 o'clock this afternoon, Santa Anita's first post time. Golden Gate, Northern California. Golden Gate has eight races today. Pick six jackpot carryover, $39,533, and a first post time of $115 for eight races today at Golden Gate. Uh, Penn National is next. Now, Penn National has uh, uh, seven races. Seven races at Penn National. And they have a first post time at 3 p.m., 3 p.m. at uh, Penn National today for their first post time. And then we move next to uh, Charlestown. Oh, I'm sorry, Evangeline Downs. I take that back. Evangeline Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 3.30. Then we get to Prairie Meadows. Prairie Meadows has nine races today. They are thoroughbred races. And they have nine races. Six races are scheduled at five furlongs. Three races at five and a half furlongs. That's the entire card. Five and five and a half furlong races. First post time, Prairie Meadows is at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at uh, Prairie Meadows today. And then we wrap it up with Charlestown. There it is. Charlestown. Eight races today, and their first post time is also at 4 p.m. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $2,447 today at uh, Charlestown. And that is your racing menu for this Friday. So there you have it. There it is. All righty. Uh, let's go to Jonathan Hardoon and see what's on his mind today. Is this Jonathan? Yes, Ralph. <laughs> okay. We're having trouble with the phones today, are we? The phones. They're playing games. The phones are playing games again. Okay. Anyhow, we got you. Hopefully, we can keep All right. You. Here I am. We can keep you on. on and, here I is. Yes. And uh, so, Todd Pletcher finally got uh, a suspension for the Forte hopeful back in September, and he got a whopping 10 days. How about the $1,000 that goes with it? All they do is encourage you to cheat because if that's the penalty they give you for uh, having a horse test positive in a graded state, shame on them. 
Yeah, well, you know, I got to tell you this, okay? I didn't even mention the $1,000 because uh, that's just minuscule compared uh, to the the importance of winning not only the hopeful, but the money that was attached to the winner's purse, etc. So, I mean, that was, you know, is like, uh, you know, they're almost... It's embarrassing. Yeah, they're like, they're like paying them for the paperwork. Okay, you got to, yeah, you know, you give me exactly a 10 days and uh, you got to pay for the paperwork. So, do you now think... The question is, what if it wasn't Todd Pleasure, would someone else get the same penalty? I doubt it. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Do you think it's all yeah, political? Uh, Do you think it's uh, playing of favorites? It's political. This whole world is political. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Please, wherever you turn, mate, it's upside down. Did somebody start a fire on that uh, soapbox you're on, or are you just uh, really that hot about it? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I mean, uh, Ralph, it's a joke. It's really a joke. Come on. Well, the thing is, first of all, we learn about it like now, and it happened September 5th. While the horse nine months ago, while the horse was in the running for an Eclipse Award and the best uh, uh, and, and two, year, two old, year old of the year, right. it comes after he was scratched at uh, at uh, Churchill for the foot bruise, and now there's all sorts of uh, people pro and con about this adjudication and fine and all that on Twitter. Twitter was going crazy yesterday about it. It's a joke. We'll discuss it. Okay. Enough said? <laughs> Enough. Enough said? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm good. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, so the trainer of the Kentucky Derby winner, Eric Reed, decides that he'd rather get paid for his version uh, by a movie company or a media company of the uh, the the miraculous run of Rich Strike and winning the Kentucky Derby, rather than staying as the trainer of the horse itself, because the owner went ahead and he's got a he's got also has a uh, some sort of a media contract, and they're conflicting. So the owner says you got to give up either your you know your contract with the with the with the media etc., or uh, give up the horse. So he gave up the horse. Yeah, and that's probably because the horse hasn't won a race since the Derby, and who knows if they'll ever win another race, but that's besides the point. I mean, uh, there's got to be some loyalty left in this game. I guess he opted to go Hollywood instead of uh, sticking with the business that he's been in his whole life. Uh, I don't think it was a smart move. I think it was a mistake. But uh, who am I to judge? And uh, we'll find out in the long run who made the right move. Yeah, uh, but you know, and the thing is, um, you know, you know, it's a great story. I mean, we know there's got to be a movie made about this. That's for sure. Uh, but uh, you know, boy. Yeah, but they tried this in the past. They tried it with mind your bird, mind uh, whatever. I think the Burrell horse when he won the mind the bird. Yeah, they made a movie. Yeah, how long did that movie last? Not too long. I don't know many people that saw it. Same thing's probably going to happen with this horse. Yeah, the difference between this horse, like they say, and people say, well, they made a movie about Seabiscuit and, and Secretary. Well, they went on to be great horses after the Derby. This horse hasn't won a race since. So okay. there's exactly. A, there's I, I'm curious to know who the new trainer will be. That that should be interesting. I wonder if he ends up in a big barn or. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably hear Bob we'll Baffert. Out. We'll probably hear Bob Baffert got it or something <laughs> like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy stuff. That's for sure. And what about Lord Miles? Now he was scratched in the Kentucky Derby by the Der- uh, the Kentucky people because of the two deaths of Saffy Joseph. Saffy Joseph. Horse horse. But now uh, he's uh, Saffy Joseph is intending on running this horse in the Preakness. What's the Maryland Racing Commission going to do? We'll find out. What did they do with the Baffert horses? I think they let them run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because Baffert was on the. Yeah. yeah. Baffert's got a horse uh, that's uh, heading for the Preakness this year. Well, his penalty supposed to be over. Well, didn't it end on Derby Day of this year? Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean. The two years. The they, two years was up. But they took Baffert horses before that, too. Like National yeah, Treasure, yeah, who was yeah. fourth in the San Anita Derby, is on his way to compete in the Preakness. So um, right, but I'm talking about last year. Right. Did he run anything in in the Preakness? Is the question. I think he might have, or the year before. In any case, we're we're talking about. 
Do you think they treat Safi Joseph the same way? Is that what you're trying to get to? Yeah, that's my question. Yeah, well, I got news for you. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out when they take entries if they're going to keep that horse going. And I would imagine the that- problem is a lot of this is going to end up in court in the courts, and that's the worst thing that horse racing could do is bring it to the courts. So. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, the courts uh, are probably full with a lot of other things right now, as they always are. The, the country is like so crazy right now, and, and we still don't, we just still don't know how many how many uh, states out there are still have uh, lawsuits against uh, HISA and the new rules. Are supposed to be, uh, yeah, HISA, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it, that are going to take place on what the twenty second of May. So, you know, the more our sport. Well, all I know, Ralph, is since HISA got involved, things haven't gotten better. Not that I see. Yeah, and uh, like John Lendo uh, says several times, uh, you know, whatever these other racetracks are starting to experience, and the horsemen in these other racing jurisdictions are trying to uh, are starting to experience with HISA, has already been uh, in the works and done in Southern California for a long time. And look what's going on there. Exactly. My, I mean, guys are getting guys are getting kind of like disgusted uh, with what's going on there. That's for sure. In fact, look at Well, today. it's very hard to get a horse in a race. They don't fill races. And when you finally could get in a race, then you have to deal with uh, all the regulations and the state vets and everything else that go with yeah. So if you own a horse in California, you're really up against it. They race three days a week, you know, and uh, it's hard. You still got to pay bills. You still got to pay those bills. And uh, if horses aren't running, who's going to pay the bills? Yeah, no question about that. Well, now we move ahead to some racing today, and uh, Belmont's got that gold fever for three-year-olds going six furlongs. You've got a, a couple of quick horses in there. Uh, Andiamo yeah, uh, Frenze uh, is uh, one of the faster ones, right? He is, and uh, get the I mean, uh, I'm looking at the wrong track. Here I am. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, he's one of the faster horses in the race, but Brad Cox has a horse in there that's real good. Squire Creek, two for two. Uh-huh. Uh In his short career, uh, there's another horse coming back for uh, John Service, Tuskegee Airman, who ran extremely well as a two-year-old. So he makes his first start as a three-year-old. Only six horses entered, but it's really a good race and a pretty evenly matched group of horses. Yeah, and I got to tell you, uh, Esquire Creek is seven to five on the morning line, and uh, you get uh, Tuskegee Airman at nine to two, and and Andiamo uh, Frenze at six to one are decent prices if they stay that way. Yeah, and uh, Andimo uh, Frenze is a half to Frenzy Fire, and we all know that yeah. horse. Uh, he was a terrific horse, a stakes winner. So he's related to this horse, so this horse has the right to continue to improve. Well, that'll be a good feature race today, the Gold Fever at Belmont. It's the eighth race on the card. And, Jonathan, you have a full sheet for not only Belmont and Santa Anita, but Churchill Downs as well. And uh, we'll get some picks from you now. Okay, let's go to Belmont first and look at the ninth and final race. And I like the number 10 horse in here, Reflexivity. Reflex of Vitti is a three-year-old filly from the Chad Brown barn. One start as a two-year-old, and she ran very well that day. Returns as a three-year-old, gets Lasix today for the first time. Rider switch to Flavian Pratt, 8 to 1 in the morning line. Number 10, Reflexivity, wins today's ninth and final out of Belmont Park. Wow, nice 8 to 1 on the morning line. The 10 horse, Reflexivity, the 10 in the ninth and final race at Belmont. Jonathan Hardoon's play there, so we will get us a winner in the exit of Belmont. Where else? Santa Anita, race six, a mile on the turf. It's a maiden race. And number seven, Ghostly Act, tried the turf last time for the first time, and he showed a marked improvement. Stretches out today, but he's been two turns, two starts back going a mile and eighth on the main track, and he ran well. He's listed a four to one on the morning line. Kyle Frey for Debbie Winnick. Number seven, Ghostly Act, wins today six race. Santa Anita, sixth race, number seven, Ghostly Act, the seven, Ghostly Act, and the sixth race at Santa Anita. Full sheets. By the way, Ralph, one one last thing. Tomorrow, Slip Mahoney will be running at Monmouth and not in the Peter Pan. I told you I would report to you today, and that's the scoop. All right, Slip goes in in Monmouth and uh, will scratch out uh, in the uh, Peter Pan. All right, uh, full sheets, uh, Santa Anita. Belmont and Churchill today for Jonathan Hardoon. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. 
Thanks, Ralph. I'll be texting you tomorrow. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. We're, uh, we got more coming up. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go out and uh, check in with uh, Rich Ang. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, our Golden Knights, we need to pick it up a little bit to stay in, uh, in uh, you know, trying to get to the pr- the promised land for the uh, Stanley Cup. But uh, we're in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and our, our guys are, are doing well, I think. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the last game ended up with a lot of rough stuff. And, yeah. Uh, one one player for each team got suspended for this game. But I, I think the player we lost, Petrangelo, is a, yeah. is a better player than the other guy, Nurse. So it's a negative for the Knights. But, you know, we, we've got a lot of depth, so and we're playing at home. So yeah. uh, knock on wood, we'll take care of business. All right. So Mage is now, uh, his connections say they confirmed he's going to go to the Preakness Stakes and try to uh, put another of the jewels on the crown for the triple crown. If he wins the Preakness, it all comes down to the Belmont. But uh, this uh, Preakness field is going to be an interesting field of horses. A lot of newcomers coming in, and it's always kind of the case in the Preakness, isn't it? Yeah, you know, in, in past years, I know when I used to work for ABC Sports, Rob, the, the trend was always about five, six, seven horses out of the Derby would go to Pimlico. Mm-hmm. Now it's much lower. I mean, usually it's it's like the winner and maybe another one or two. But, uh, yeah, a lot of the horsemen are skipping the Preakness and uh, will reload for the Belmont Stakes. So, uh, Mage is going to face a lot of new shooters. And uh, it would be kind of fun if he could win because then we get that triple crown effort in the Belmont Stakes. Yeah. Now, Mage is uh, one of only three that came out of the Kentucky Derby that are probable for the Preakness Stakes. So, uh, there's a lot of new shooters that will be a lot of fun. And, of course... Always the week leading up to the Friday and Saturday cards that include the Preakness and the Black Eyed Susan. Always big uh, racing cards, that's for sure. Do you have any plans to do anything with Pimlico? Yeah, I'll check with com, but I should be doing full card reports again for uh, Black Eyed Susan Day and also for uh, Preakness Day. And I'll, I'll keep you and the listeners posted when I get the official thumbs up. Okay, and if you do, of course, uh, that along with uh, your daily handicapping uh, for Santa Anita Southern California Racing is available at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Time to get started. What are we doing today at Santa Anita? Yeah, we had a nice winter on Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, had a Sirocco Daily Double with uh, John Lindley. You certainly did. Before. Nice, six, pretty, nice $63 uh, double. That was cool. Yeah, it's nice when uh, us, we handicappers can work as a, as a team, yeah. teamwork. Yeah. So uh, as far as today, let's go to race number one. It's one mile on the grass, 30 feet is where the rail will be. Let's try a, a horse way on the outside, uh, to me, is improving step-by-step. Uh, step. That's the nine precision strike. I thought his last race was pretty good when he ran second on a mile and eight. Now he cuts back to a mile. And his race before that was an improvement, too. So he's going in the right direction. 25 win place, two for the ROI. Number nine, precision strike in race one. First race at Santa Anita, 1 o'clock post time. First race, the nine precision strike. The nine precision strike is uh, Rich Ang's play. And uh, we could use that as a singleton in the early uh, pick five as well. First race, the nine Richie's play. Get the rest of what Richie has to offer right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. All right. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Good luck, everybody. All right, let's see. Let's uh, roll right over to uh, John Lundo. John, are you there? I am here. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning. Now, you, uh, you, and uh, you, you with Richie on Sunday get a Sirocco play sixty-three dollar double with a seventeen-dollar horse that you had there, 
which was the second day in a row that you gave us a winner on the show that paid over 17 bucks. And then yesterday, you came with Jerry Jackowitz in a race at Belmont and gave another Sirocco play exacta, and that $1 exacta there paid over $25. So you guys are making some uh, Sirocco play money. Uh, you know, we're, we're stacking it up now for the uh, summertime. Yeah, 25 to 1 was a nice price for oh, that exacta. No kidding. I'm, I'm guessing you cashed a little bit, which I'm very happy to hear. Yes, uh, I did happen to cash a little bit. That was good. For example, a $20 exacta box got you over 500 bucks. There you go. There you go. All right, and so you're running hot, that's for sure, John. Now you're back with handicapping at Santa Anita because Santa Anita's back in uh, schedule. Uh, and, of course, they'll be there for the rest of the weekend. While we're Santa Anita's uh, three-day weeks uh, are coming up, you will on Thursdays do uh, Belmont Park because uh, that is a, a great alternative uh, with the racing there. As a matter of fact, the racing at Belmont now has more horses running in those races than we have at Santa Anita. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, the fields were a little bit light early on Belmont's card yesterday, but as they get more in the grass racing going and the weather gets better, it, it's obviously going to get better. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to dig out what we can, and, you know, fields are a little bit light at Santa Anita this weekend. So, uh, you know, we'll find where we where we can play. Now, John, uh, you know, I was talking to uh, Jonathan earlier uh, about the uh, penalty that finally was uh, adjudicated for Todd Pletcher and the disqualification now of a Forte and the Hopeful Stakes, a very valuable graded stakes races for future endeavors for breeding. So um, he's been disqualified out of that for a violation of uh, a drug, a painkiller, I guess. And, um, and along with the $1,000 fine, Todd Pletcher himself got a 10-day penalty, a 10-day suspension for that. Uh, Jonathan thinks that was kind of light. Well, you know, they're going by the criteria which they had. This is before the the HESA rules kick in, and I would I don't know enough to know about is that standard basically for that type of violation? Uh, is it lower than what they've given other people? Is it higher? So I, I really can't say. It sounds about right to me. It sounds like that's that type of violation is about what, what they've given other people in the past. But I, I don't know because I don't know the New York rules as a regular basis, Ralph. I think the bigger penalty is actually taking away the victory and, and that graded uh, victory for breeding purposes in the uh, important hopeful stakes, which is a big race for two-year-olds at Saratoga, not to mention well, the any, money. Yeah. Anytime you take away a grade one win from a horse, it affects their, their residual value, whether it's a stallion or a mare. Uh, you know, Forte has come back to win grade ones, so yeah. that's not a problem. But, you know, if, if he hadn't won a grade one race after that, it would have a huge effect on his value. All right, John. Well, we start another week of racing at Santa Anita. And as we do and as you do with the Lindo Report, you update uh, the jockey trainer standings uh, there. So uh, what do we have? Uh, going into this week, Juan Hernandez is the leading rider. He's got 10 wins. Humberto Rispoli, who won three races Sunday, he's uh, got nine. Right. Hector Barrios right there with eight. And then you have Ramon Vasquez and Edwin Maldonado with seven. So they're bunched up as far as the jockeys go. Uh-huh. In, in the trainer standings, Phil D'Amato's got a clear lead. He's got eight winners. Uh, Peter Erden is second with five. Then you have a, a cluster at four wins, including Bob Baffert, Mark Latt, John Sadler, Peter Miller, and Doug O'Neill. Now, I bet you if you took a look, uh, D'Amato probably had seven of those eight wins on the turf course. Uh, I'm guessing at least. Yes. <laughs> That's for sure. How about the favorites? Favorites are winning just 30% for this new Hollywood meet so far. There's been some prices, which has been kind of nice. Now, of course, uh, people enjoyed uh, not only the personality, but the riding talents of uh, Frankie DeTore during the winter meet at Santa Anita. But he has gone back to Europe because the European racing has started. And uh, he, he kind of picks up where he left off, huh? Yeah, he was trying to find a derby mount in, in the United States, didn't come up with one, so he went back to England, and he, all he does is win the uh, 2,000 guineas on, on Derby Day Saturday <laughs> at Newmarket aboard a horse named Chaldine. So uh, he hit the ground running, not a problem for Frankie DeTore. All right, now you're covering Southern California racing, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk. This is this was supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, DeTore's uh kind of retirement farewell tour. Do you think that with all the success he had back here, he might extend his retirement a little bit more? Well, I, I think you have to think about it with all the business that he's drummed up, you know, internationally now. And, and he's, I've seen him ride. He doesn't look like he's over the hill. I'll no. tell you, he, he, he looked awful strong in Santa Anita. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, you know, it, it, this is more has, having to do with spending time with family than it doesn't matter how how well you're riding. Yeah. Uh, you know, first things first. Whatever he decides, I'm fine with. Well, let's uh, let's uh, us decide on a uh, starting out with a winner at Santa Anita this week. What are we doing? Well, maybe we can catch another Sirocco yeah. player. I'm going to go to race six and take on John Hardoon. All In right. Race six today. Number six, get the gold. I thought ran evenly, debuting in a sprint on April the 28th. Galloped out like a horse that will love two turns. He stretches out today, has some tactical speed, but I think the distance is the key here. So three to one on the morning line. Number six, get the gold on the stretch out. That's race six, Santa Anita. All right, we got a Sirocco play again, and uh, it seems like we got several of them in a row, but they're hitting. So let's keep the mojo going. In the sixth race, you like number six, get the gold. That's exactly what we want to do. So in the sixth race, number six, and, of course, Jonathan had the seven horse, which is ghostly act. So the Sirocco play is going to be a 6-7 exacta box. In the sixth race, 6-7 exacta box is the Sirocco play. Your play on the show is the six horse in the sixth. Get the rest of the Linda report. Uh, selections in all the races, a suggested late pick four, and all that goody information we just ca- uh, discussed in one big sheet there at the South Point Racebook free of charge, the Linda Report, because they love horse players. That's for sure. Thanks a lot, John. Okay, good luck today. All righty, you got it. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the racebook? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, we're going to wrap up the uh, show with uh, Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Uh, nice, uh, nice picking yesterday. You had a reverse play that won in the sixth, and you and John came together with another Sirocco play with your horse winning it at the better of the two odds. At 10.40 in the eighth race, you also had the uh, dollar exacta along with uh, John and, of course, a 50-cent try with the link-ups as well. So good stuff yesterday at Belmont. Yeah, that went that one, that one nicely. I'm happy about that. Um, it's interesting to see that um, Timbuktu from uh, Dick Dutro's barn got bet so heavily. I thought that was curious. Keep an eye. Uh, there's a lot of players out there that apparently are looking for Dutro. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, uh, with him being away 10 years, the and uh, the Dutro fans probably got a pretty uh, deep bankroll to, to play his horses, I guess. You think? Well, you yeah. know, they might have spent it. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Uh, anything uh, happening at uh, Belmont as far as biases or trends that the handicappers should know? From what I can see right now, um, everything's playing super fair. I mean, you know, you've seen speed horses just about go wire to wire. You've seen outside closers make move. You've seen inside closers make move. Um, the Belmont's playing the way it's supposed to play, and um, hopefully that's what we want, the best horse to win. So that's great for our handicapping when it works out. Well, I know that you uh, you follow the New York Racing with the handicapping and power pages, so... Obviously, got to ask you this question, and it's just an opinion. Uh, do you think that the uh, dis- disqualification of Forte and the hopeful and the $1,000 fine and 10-day suspension for Mr. Pletcher uh, was uh, adequate? Seems light. Okay. Okay, I mean, the, the forfeit for the hopeful seems obvious. Yeah. I mean, based on the rules of horse racing, but, I mean... A thousand dollars to him is like um, it's like you know it's like dinner money and um, uh, 
10 days. I've never heard of a 10-day suspension for a drug infraction. I mean, I'm not saying that he did anything terribly wrong. I'm not trying to accuse him right, of doing, right. you know, but when you do get an infraction, it's usually 30 days or 60 days or something like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, kind of what I thought. Anyhow, so much for that. And uh, now we can uh, start looking at plays because uh, with Santa Anita, uh, rescheduling, of course, uh, with their schedule resuming today, I should say, with a, with a day of racing there. We have two uh, power pages for Belmont and for Santa Anita. They can get at your website, jerryjayspowerpage.com. So I guess we'll start by uh, keeping the mojo going at Belmont. Yeah, let's try. Let's go to the, the ninth race. That's the final race, what I call the exit race. We always want to win this race because if we do, we go home with money in our kicker. And I see Chad Brown's reflexivity, the 10 horses, off at 8-1 to one with Flavian Prada. And if you look at this, this, this filly, I mean, the first thing you'll notice is that she raced once as a two-year-old, and she showed, you know, really good speed, but she was hung wide going five-and-a-half furlongs at Saratoga. She finished okay. She didn't finish badly. Yeah. Probably uh, bucked a shin or came out of the race a little sore, and he wrapped up on her for uh uh, from last August till just now, she's coming out. He's got her ready, I'm sure. Uh-huh. And you'll notice this filly is from Lope de Vega. Right. She's got distance breeding up the Yazoo, and we can see from the form she's got speed. Okay. What could be better than taking this horse off a layer first time going long? The 10 horse at 8 to 1. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get 4 to 1, you're winning. Okay. I'll take the 10 over the 1, 2, 3, and 5. Do reverses. One, two, three, and five over the ten, and then I'll press up the old uh, Woolworth play. The five. Right, we got about we got about twenty seconds left. Ninth okay. race, you like the ten over one, two, three, five, and reverse two dollar ROI on the ten. Jo- jo- Jonathan Hardoon also liked the ten in that race, so I got a a good housekeeping seal of approval on that horse in the ninth race at Belmont. The ten. What about Santa Anita? Let's go to the fourth. Rip City, the four mm-hmm. in the fourth. Four over the one five six. That'll do it. All right. Well, thank you so much for. Um, Getting that done in a short period of time. In the fourth race at Santa Anita, the four is the key. Link-ups are one, five, six, and a reverse two-dollar ROI on the four in the fourth at Santa Anita. Jerry J's Power Pages, Santa Anita, Belmont Park, all of the races right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. All right, we will be back tomorrow morning at our weekend start time at 8 a.m. Pacific time. God willing, and the creek don't rise. And one last thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Great race day, everybody.